listening and watching Rashkin Report, and this is your host, Yuri Rashkin. Joining me today is uh, interpreter, translator extraordinaire, directly from Moscow Kitchen, as you can see from the background, uh, Peter Yevgenyev. Uh, Peter. The reason we wanted to talk is to create maybe some kind of a semblance of understanding between these two cultures, Russia and America. And uh, both of us are, I would say, dare to say, are bilingual, so we're able to comprehend both languages and both cultures fairly well. Um, Peter has lived here in the past, now is back living in Moscow. Um, but uh, the, the themes of trying to bridge these two cultures, which, I mean, on one hand, it looks like everybody is kind of white. So is it going to be all the same? No. The differences are underneath, the, you know, under... Uh, Skin deep, more than skin deep. And on that note, Peter, you have a book that you wanted to begin with. So let's start with that. Peter, welcome to the program. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hello, everybody. Uh, greetings from Russia. And uh, uh, this is, you know, uh, I have a few African-American friends, and, you know, and I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of taken back when they uh, 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 speak of white people. You know, white people this, white, white people that. Uh, I have this lovely book. It's called... Uh, Negro songs of protest, right? Literally, uh, literally translated uh, from Russia. And and when was this uh, published? From, from English, from English into Russian. It was published in nineteen uh, in nineteen fifty something. Right? Okay. It was published in. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. It was pardon, uh, published in nineteen sixty four. Right. All right. Uh, and uh, very fact, timely civil rights. You know, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And uh, there are songs that are like uh, "Deregedy Man." Uh, uh, Cause I'm a Negro, uh, that's a lovely song. Uh, uh, you take my labor, you steal my time, give me all uh, uh, dishpan uh, and a lousy dime. Uh, that's a. Uh, well, is it, is it uh, written in English in Russian? It's actually it's actually been uh, it's actually been translated from uh, Negro English, you know, with all of the you know with, uh, into uh, into Russian, and it's actually a quite a, quite a decent job of it, you know. Uh, so it's it, it's kind of strange, you know, like when I. Uh, hear African Americans throwing random accusations at uh, uh, at white people in general. You know, all of the Soviet uh, Union was very much, you know, for the, you know, uh, you know, for for the American blacks, and it was it, it was kind of strange uh, to see people unable to uh, differentiate the people who were never in the front of the bus. You know, and there were a lot of, uh, you know, it's. Uh, it, all right. It, it, it took me by surprise. <laughs> so, so we're going to start by talking about race. You know, what, what is the good company, you know, the things you don't talk about. Um, we're going to start with race. Uh, Peter, is so is there racism in Russia, do you feel? Like, is it uh, safe to be a black person in Russia? Oh, it's uh, it's tough. You know, I have a, 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 I have a wonderful jazz singer friend in St. Pete. Uh, uh, and uh, I mean, nowadays it's uh, it's a bit easier. But I remember uh, just, you know, I remember kind of having to put on a war paint when uh, being out on the street with her. You know, it was uh, uh, not easy uh, when it comes to like straight out neo-Nazis. Uh, yes, there are some, but they target uh, Caucasians and Asians more, though uh, the foreign students, uh, a Asians, uh, blacks uh, do get uh, do get do get into trouble sometimes, but it's mostly the labor uh, migrants that get into into stuff, you know. And there are uh, and there are plenty of those. 
So uh, there are black people in Russia, but they're usually from other countries. They're not necessarily from the United States. I think there's more African tourists and res. You know, are there? Uh, it's not even. It's not. It's uh, well. There are two generally two major categories. Well, now there are a few maybe refugees, but historically uh, the two categories are uh, people that go uh, to Patrice Lumumba University or other schools, and they're norm- uh, normally they're uh, children of African elite. You know, and the other very special uh, kind of uh, 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 Russian blacks uh, are the children of the Olympiad. Uh, in other words, you know, when there were, you know, plenty of uh, African athletes came to Russia in 1980 and they have left uh, a lot of babies, you know, because you know, Russian, uh, Russian girls did want to did check it out and uh, they, sh- they surely did. Uh, yeah, but the, a- the, same, the same can be said for the Youth Festival of 1957. And uh, I'm sure the the uh, World Cup that just took place in Russia, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 uh, it, uh, yeah, it uh, contributed to the genetic diversity of the Russian population. Let's put it this way, yes. exactly. Uh, no, no, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. My parents are geneticists, and I think it's actually it's actually a great uh, it's it's a great thing, you know. I do believe that it's it, it's healthy and it's the right thing to do. So whatever, you know, it's not like I have a problem with it. Uh, but it's kind of you know uh, coming back from the states, uh, you know, I have this. Uh, I have this friend who was a child of the Olympiad, and uh, you know the guy uh, doesn't speak any foreign languages. Uh, he is just as Russian and, as me and you. He has read all the same books, and you know, seeing a person of color that's just like uh, absolutely, you know, like I said, as Russian as you are, uh, coming back from the states, it was uh, dumbfounding to me. It's like, okay, it's not English. Uh, okay, I can take you being a French black, but uh, a Russian black person that, that speaks no other languages that have read, that have read all of the Pushkin, Dostoevsky, and that speaks absolutely the same language with you. And he makes his joke like that. Well, well, I'm the true Russian, you know. And which, to which I instantly reply, yes. And all of the others are just pale copies, you know. <laughs> I think that any conversation about Russia and race would not be complete without mentioning Alexander Pushkin, who is the greatest Russian writer. Like you know, the... who, was actually, who was actually partially black. Yes. <laughs> right. And then I believe that in Ethiopia there is a monument to the great Ethiopian poet Alexander Pushkin. Yep. Yep. Great and the only. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. You know, my actually, I I remember thinking recently that perhaps he was more of a kind of a rapper. You know, is there a chance that uh, Pushkin was a, a rapper, and then this is why he kind of wrote, and this is a different style, and it's very rhythmic. Uh, now, I wonder if it needs to be presented with a kind of a backbeat. You know? uh, yeah, I think I think it's just they didn't have uh, samplers back then. That was that was the right. Problem, that know? was Pushkin's problem uh, he, is that he needed yeah. some drum beats, and, and he would have been good. Yeah, and he was into gang violence too. You know, he did the duels and everything. Yeah, he, he, he died in a shootout. I'm sorry, at a duel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. The man was a gangster. You know, we have to. You know, straight up, no question there. <laughs> right, and then you know there could be like Pushkin, you know, and uh, Tupac, and, uh, and all sorts of you know great authors that have vanished due to violence. Um, all right, but. What do you, you know, okay, so let's say you've got a book and you showed it to us and we know that uh, race in Russia is an interesting topic. But what was the point of the book, honestly? Is it that uh, Russia was supporting of black people's struggle? Of, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, like, can you explain to me? Uh, well, you know, uh, 
anything that went against uh, the American imperialism, you know, uh, in other words, you know, uh, a foe of my foe is a friend. It's not like the particularly that the Communist Party liked the blacks too much, though uh, internationalism was a part of the uh, uh, sort of the communist platform. But uh, internally within the Soviet Union, it was still very much racist. You know? so, so this is a, kind of a, just a showing of how uh, culture how war, bad, how works. American... What? How bad American imperialism is, you know, like they all, you know, it's like uh, they're uh, so cruel to the uh, Indians. Well, you know, in Russian, it's still the word Native Americans and blacks. So in other words, it's just uh, the idea was uh, that America is a horrible place. And they used to show us just like in North Korea. Now they show movies about uh, how uh, uh, everybody, everyone sleeps uh, on the streets in the U.S. Everyone, right. how miserable. It's, uh, it's the same sort of a propaganda. Yes. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, I think that Russians are notorious for looking down at pretty much everybody else. Uh, true that. I'd have to agree with that. Yes. Can't argue. Yes. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, you have uh, the Soviet government helping uh, black people in their struggle and yet really putting down everybody, including black people, because in the end, it's, it's, uh, it seems like, you know, I don't want to say it's a racist society because that's just kind of mean. Um, but, but how would you describe it? You know, interestingly, uh, uh, last year I went with my uh, ex-wife uh, to Albania by car. Uh, and in fact, that uh, it was a trip from hell, which was a, a pretty much one of the contributing factors to the divorce that followed. Uh, but anyhow, uh, and as I passed uh, through the uh, uh, filthy underbelly of the European Union, I've seen the Republic of Kosovo, I've seen Romania, I've seen in Albania, I've seen all sorts of really messed up places. Because, you know, when we talk about, like, you know, Ukraine wants to join the EU, or, like, you know, I, w I wouldn't mind joining the EU, but I've seen how nasty it can get. You know, I've seen it some pretty disgusting places. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is that uh, as I traveled through all of these uh, uh, ugly places, I've seen uh, Khrushchev, you know, Khrushchev-era buildings, you know, the concrete block buildings. Yeah, five right? stories, uh, I believe, they were yeah, standard. Yeah, five, yeah, five stories, you know, the Soviet classics, you know. Uh, we are, uh, we hate them. You know, they're, they're terrible buildings, but uh, in fact, if you look at the history of it, they were, uh, uh, were replacement for barracks that people were living in. So at the time, they were actually good news. Absolutely, uh, so as yes. I, yeah, uh, so as I traveled through, uh, through Kosovo and all of these uh, ugly places, I see how much uh, stuff uh, the Soviets have built, even there. You know, I see our buildings, you know, and I see people who are actually uh, sympathetic of Russians. You know, I am pro-Western. You know, I am pro-Western, and I, but uh, you know, as I see as I see these countries, I see, hey, you know, maybe uh, 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 you know the Soviet Union wasn't too kind to Russians, but we sure have uh, done some stuff abroad, you know, to buy loyalty. You know, we did spend money on Cuba, on Africa, on everybody the hell else. Sure. Uh, and you know, and uh, uh, I know plenty of Cubans whose name are uh, Tanya, Masha, or Bo and Boris. You know, and have, I, be uh, I believe the tallest building in Poland is still one of the Stalin skyscrapers. Uh, yes, one of the sisters. Yeah, and they and they hate us for it too. Yes, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I feel reluctant to discuss these this particular topic because I am where I am and you are where you are. Yeah, I absolutely. think, I think that there is a certain similarity between Russian people and black people that I have met. Oh no, shit! Yes, 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 yes. I would, I would totally have to agree. And uh, you know, and all, it's, and it's a big, you know, and I feel very like it's a sensitive question because I don't want to insult any groups of people, but there's certain similarities in behavior that I just find absolutely. like. Go ahead. 
Uh, I, I I fully agree with you. Uh, first of all, uh, I did work, uh, you know, as a mover in the States, and I did work in construction. Uh, and uh, the mentality of, of a Soviet uh, person and a black person, uh, we get on great. It's lovely, you know, because uh, uh, we all know what being persecuted is like. You know, we're like the white uh, N-words, you know, uh, really, you know. <laughs> It's uh, that was right. also my American experience. That uh, generally American uh, American blacks uh, uh, like Russians because uh, well they're not to be uh, uh, they're not to be messed with. You know we're we're good gangsters. You know we're good gangsters. We're good fighters, and we uh, uh, <laughs> have a similar relationship with the law. You know <laughs> I have, I have not I have not heard a, a similar. You know we're, we're the good gangsters. This is like uh, yeah. Well, now, when you see like Russian boxers come to America, hey, we get respect. You know, it's a culture where where uh, strength uh, is uh, respected. You know, that's you know that's not saying anything about blacks, but you know, uh, Mike uh, Tyson gets his respect. You know, and uh, and uh, so does Fyodor Emelianenko, Russian MMA fighter. You know, so so Russians get along well with blacks, but. At this, but well, blacks get along well with Russians, but but it's still not a good idea to be black in Russia. Oh, it's actually not bad. It's better. It's better than being Chechen uh, or uh, uh, you know other nationalities. You know, it, it is better. Yet you live in a country that has, throughout its history of historic anti-Semitism, is going through a period of uh, you know I don't know peak of tolerance. Uh, in terms of uh, Jews, uh, we're having relatively an easy time, you know, because once again, because all, you know, the Asians uh, and the Caucasians, and, you know, we have to make clarification on the word Caucasian here, because uh, in the English language, Caucasian means white. Uh, in the Russian language, it means uh, a whole slew of people, uh, some of which could be Christian, like Armenians and Georgians, and some of, uh, some of which could be Muslim or tribal. So I, wait a minute, are you talking about the confusion between Caucasian and Caucasus Mountains? Exactly, exactly. Okay. Or, uh, in Russia, when you say Caucasian, Kafkazits. Uh, it means a person from Caucasus, literally. Uh, in America, when you say Caucasian, it means me and you. And there, there is a lot of uh, actually comedy that, uh, that, takes play, that takes place around that, you know? Because <laughs> we are not Caucasians, you know? <laughs> right. In Russia, we're not Caucasians. But interestingly enough, in America, uh, at least these days, I've heard uh, that Jews by some are not considered Caucasians. And in fact, Jews may not want to consider themselves to be Caucasian. And that whole that that could be actually two different things. Well, actually, you know, if we actually think of the myth uh, of uh, uh, Noah uh, setting a, what you call anchoring at uh, the Ararat mountain, uh, Jews are uh, Caucasian, very much so, you know, in biblical terms. You know, Noah was, <laughs> I like uh, this. Noah, Biblically speaking, Jews are yeah, Caucasian. If anything, Jews are Caucasian. Yes, if you take the book seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is very interesting. Uh, our uh, our president, uh, he's actually very friendly with our chief rabbi. You know, they're in good terms. And my mom told me a story about uh, him being at some sort of a, uh, a reception at the synagogue. Uh, and they asked Putin uh, uh, to uh, Vladimir Vladimirovich, maybe you want to put on a kippah, you know. Uh, and uh, he goes like... Uh, well, I think it would be better for both uh, both of us if I didn't, because uh, if the picture was him was uh, 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 published on a conspiracy theorist uh, side, like here is this Jewish sold out. You know, it wouldn't be best for either the uh, uh, the Jewish community uh, nor Putin. 
you know that that shows a kind of an unnerving awareness of public relations but okay yeah and... <laughs> i know but it's interesting you know i think it would be better for both of us if i did you know <laughs> right right i mean you know the, the conspiracy they'll still publish you know you can photoshop a key you know yamaka pretty easily on but you know it's it's uh, like i said you know like the, the whole thing with us living in the age of uh kosher bacon cheeseburger that putin uh his uh closest buddies from the uh, from uh from his sambo like wrestling whatever martial uh, uh martial arts group are rotenbergs which who are jewish and there are plenty of there are plenty of people with billions of dollars uh in his surroundings that are jews uh graf uh, and so forth you know and uh, when it comes to the Russian Nazis, they're they're quite mindful of that. Uh, yet on the other hand, uh, Putin is friends, uh, shakes hands with uh, Hamas. He's friends with this uh, biker guy called Chirurg, uh, the surgeon, right? Uh, and uh, you know, like uh, being friends with some MMA guys here in Russia, I know that uh, uh, there's there are plenty of uh, downright Nazis uh, in that. Uh, uh, circle, uh, uh, yeah, in that circle, you know. So it, it's it's very it's very weird. On, on one hand, he's pro-Jewish. On the other hand, uh, he, he is hanging out with Nazis pretty much, and the Hamas and whoever else, you know. Uh, so it's uh, it, it's all pretty absurd, you know. I don't have any any sort of a clear vision on this, you know. <laughs> well, I, I think it's from what I'm seeing, and actually recently there was a, a story uh came out saying that pretty much it's seemingly every news outlet th uh, that exists uh in russia that criticizes or worldwide that uh, has an opinion on kremlin that speaks in russian is in some way funded by kremlin and by putin or his friends or his you know oligarchs or whatever that it's the same you know but but they feel like they need to support that so uh, maybe there's something similar going on here where uh, Putin is supporting everybody. He's supporting the Jews and the Nazis and everybody, because as long as they all go through him, then it's, believe, that's the key. That. Exactly. You know, uh, uh, we were talking about ideology earlier, and uh, Putin is a businessman. You know, he doesn't have an ideology. His ideology is to stay afloat. And make you know, money, uh, which he's been quite successful at by all yeah, estimates. Yeah, exactly. So he will... Uh, uh, you know, I made a friend with someone on Facebook a couple of years ago, and this lady told me she was uh, uh, brought up, uh, she was adopted by a, 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 guy, a guy who ran a neo-Nazi uh, community, right? Uh, it, it was a pretty, pretty, a pretty intense exchange we've had. Uh, and she told me the stories about uh, uh, their uh, neo-Nazi settlement being uh, visited by uh, a Soviet intelligentsia man. Uh, KGB and so forth, uh, curating them, uh, and uh, I'm completely not, not uh, you know, uh, not surprised by the idea of uh, the Yellow Jackets in France being somewhat sponsored by Russia, uh, and it's and, and that's quite cynical, you know, why uh, why our retirement age goes up and everything, you know, well, you know the deal, right? Uh, we are supporting. Uh, uh, no, 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 it is so cynical that it tells me that it pursues altogether different set of purposes that our goals are just not aligned with their goals so much that we don't even realize what part we are all playing in their play. Absolutely, absolutely. And actually, uh, uh, getting back to the start of our conversation, uh, uh, Trump being the protector of Israel. Well, actually, uh, you know, I am also I'm liberal. I'm very much anti-Trump, but uh, he did uh, move. Uh, he did uh, recognize uh, Jerusalem as uh, as a capital. He's done a lot of political uh, things that were considered important politically. Uh, there, uh, and he went against the UN in doing that. You know, and that uh, that that actually kind of bought my dad. 
you know. Uh, whereas uh, uh, Barack, uh, yeah, my dad is Orthodox Christian, and he uh, he's into uh, into Trump now, but I still love him. You know, it's, he's entitled. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> you are you are a tolerant person. You, you continue to love your father in spite uh, of. No, I mean, we're, you know, it's all nice. In fact, you see, it's quite interesting because my business partner, who is 20, 25 years old, my business partner is a communist, right? And I forgive him because he has never lived under the Soviet Union. You know, uh, okay, so this know, is more of an ideology and moral set of morals versus actual like yeah, experience. I mean, I mean, you know, his his communism is very is very Christian. You know, he believes you know commune sharing. You know, it's nice. He didn't. Uh, he, uh, I guess he he wasn't. He didn't have the uh, the dark side of it uh, rubbed into his face as much as, as we have. You know, uh, so he, you know, and it is a lovely idea. It just doesn't work. It just turns out into a gulag every time. But the idea is very appealing. I mean, otherwise all these revolutions wouldn't take place. You know, well, at some point, at some point, it requires basically a dictator, and we know how those things go. Well, yeah, yeah, we do know, but you know, uh, one thing that saddens me, and I'm sure you, uh, you, you have been a part of this conversation uh, so many times, is that uh, our Western liberal uh, friends start uh, flirting with uh, the figures of Lenin. You know, or, or, or Stalin, you know, like saying that, oh, socialism, blah, 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 you know, it's a good thing. And uh, having lived in the Soviet Union, it's like, yes, the promise is great, but when you start living in it, it's shit. And, you know, it's, you really want to sort of get through to our lovely liberal friends, you know, that, hey, capitalism sucks, but it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be binary like that. It's not capitalism, they're going to go, you know, uh, that, 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 kind, that kind, of, kind of saddens me, to tell you the truth. Yeah, and uh, you know, sometimes uh, just I, I guess maybe it's like racism and all sorts of delusions that people have that merely by traveling and seeing how other people le live, uh, sometimes those ills are a little bit addressed because we find ourselves in minority or we see uh, that other people live this uh, lifestyle ideology that we support and in reality it doesn't really work and you wouldn't want to live there. So, you know, maybe that's one way to open people's eyes, but it's kind of hard to get that uh, tourist uh, traveling business set up to North Korea. Uh, so and, until then, I, th I think we should uh, take a break here and, and see what kind of response we generate from uh, this uh, conversation alone. But I think that anybody who wants to know about Russia learned a thing or two or three. Um, my guest today was Peter Yevgeniev, an interpreter translator in Moscow, Russia, who joined us directly from a kitchen in Moscow. Peter, thank you so much. Thank you. Chat with you soon, man. Sounds good.